0: Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 443, for Wednesday, December 20th, 2017. This is the BGG Pageviews edition. We have 19 games over 20,000 this week, which is the most over that threshold, going all the way back to December 17th of 2016, so a full year ago. We had 22 that week. At number 19 is Codenames by Vlada Kovatov, published by Czech Games Edition with 20,129. That's a gain of about 3,000. I say about because it was actually only 2,999, an 18% increase from last week. The last time Codenames was in the top 10 was actually December 24th, 2016, that's when it began a three-week run in the top 10. After dropping from number 5 to number 10 last week, this week down to number 18 is Star Wars Imperial Assault by Corey Kaneska, Justin Kempinen, and Jonathan Ying, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 21,310. That's about 1,200 more than Codenames, down 5,000, or 19% from last week. At number 17 is Star Wars Rebellion by Corey Kaneska, also published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 22,707, 1,400 more than Imperial Assault, more than 5,000 more than last week. This is the first time over 20,000 for Star Wars Rebellion since May 17th, and probably is due to uh, more attention thanks to the movie, if I had to guess. Down one spot from 15 to 16 is Sid Meier's Civilization, A New Dawn, by James Niffen, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 22,750, or 43 more than Rebellion, but 3,000 more than last week. Uh, Last week it was not over 20,000, and yet it loses one position After a four-week run in the top ten, dropping six spots to number 15 is Twilight Imperium, the fourth edition, by Christian T. Peterson, published by Fantasy Flight Games, so that's four in a row for Fantasy Flight, with 23,144, just about 400 more than Civilization, but off almost 5,000, or 17% from last week. Dropping back two spots to number 14 is Pandemic Legacy Season 1 by Matt Leacock and Rob Davio, published by Z-Man Games with 23,942, almost 800, more than Twilight Imperium, up 480, or 2% from last week. Holding at number 13 is The Seventh Continent by Ludovic Rudi and Bruno Sauté, published by Sirius Pulp with 24,000, 378, 436 more than Pandemic Legacy, and a gain of almost 2,000, or 8% from last week. And after a three-week run in the top ten, falling back four spots to number 12 is Asul, by Mikal Kiesling, published by Plan B Games, with 24,461, 83 more than The Seventh Continent, 10,000 fewer than last week a 31% decline. At number 11, for the third time in the last five weeks, is Arkham Horror the Card Game, by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 24,724, about 350 more than Asul, down about 500, or 2%, from last week. A particularly... The games from 11 through 17 are pretty tightly packed, 2,000 views spreading that so seven positions. The gap is well over 5,000 into the top 10, so a clear demarcation between 10 and 11. There at number 10, returning after three weeks away, in fact, it did not even crack 20,000 the last three weeks, is Gaia Project by Jens Drogemuller and Helga Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games, with 30,306, more than double what it had last week as it has finally been released. This is the sequel to Terra Mystica. Dropping six spots in its second week, down to number nine, is Battle for Rokugan, by Tom Jolly and Molly Glover, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 32,257, almost 2,000 more than Gaia Project, almost 9,000, or 21% fewer than last week. After losing three spots last week, dropping two more to number eight is Kingdom Death Monster, by Adam Poots, published by Kingdom Death, with 34,244, almost 2,000, more than Battle for Rokugan, down more than 4,000 from last week, or 11%. Eighth is the lowest position, that Kingdom Death Monster has had during its current run of 10 weeks in a row in the top 10. The first of our two new entries, debuting at number 7, is Resister by Anthony Amato and Nicole Klein, published by Level 99 Games, with 34,546, 302 more than Monster, The theme here is that players are supercomputers in charge of nuclear stockpiles. It's an abstract strategy card game as players play cards with lines on them and try to match them across the table. It was a Kickstarter project back in 2015 that raised $23,000 and was subsequently picked up for Level 99's small box line. The reason it is here is because uh, the last few days they have been offering it for free on their website. And the higher of our two debuts is at number 6, Dinosaur Island, by Jonathan Gilmore and Brian Lewis, published by Pandasaurus Games, with 36,528, about 2,000 more than Resistor. Uh, players, according to the BGG entry, collect DNA, research the DNA sequences of extinct dinosaur species, and then combine the ancient DNA in the correct sequence to bring them back to life. And they have theme parks where they put them. Yes, it's sort of like Jurassic Park, the game, although it is not Jurassic Park. It involves dice rolling, set collection, tile placement, and worker placement. It was a Kickstarter project that funded with over a half a million dollars back in March, and is now arriving to backers four months late. Climbing two spots for the second week in a row up to number 5 is Terraforming Mars by Jacob Vrexelius, published by Stronghold Games, with 36,842, or 314 more than Dinosaur Island, only 443 less than it had last week, or 1.2%. After two weeks at number 2, sliding back to number 4 is Fallout, by Andrew Fisher and Nathan Hayek, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 39,085 views, about 2,000 more than Terraforming Mars, but down a substantial 27,000, or 41%, from its performance last week. After an impressive vault of four positions, up to number four last week, climbing up one more to number three is Scythe, by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games, with 39,801, 716 more than Fallout, 319 fewer than last week, a 0.8% decline, and it is the first time since July 26th, or five months ago, that we have not had the number three game be over 40,000 views. And yet, the tightness between... These top 10, from number 3 to number 10, spans about 9,000 views, and particularly from number 2 to number 6, the gap is only about 3,000, or rather number 3 to number 6, only about 3,000, which is very competitive. And then you have to go back five weeks before that to June 21st to see the last time Scythe was as high as number 3. And yet... Jumping three spots to number two is a follow-up to Scythe. No relation, except by his designer and its publisher, Charterstone. Also by Jamie Stegmeyer and published by Stonemeyer Games with 48,422. Now, last week, uh, Scythe edged out Charterstone by less than, or right around 400. Uh, this week, Charterstone beat Scythe by well over 8,000 a 22% increase. Now, this is the first time, it's the sixth time on the chart, but the first time it has had back-to-back weeks on the chart. That's understandable, since it is now released. Number two is the highest position it has seen yet, and 48,000 is the most views that it has had yet. However, uh, the number one is our reigning juggernaut, there for the ninth time in a row and the 33rd time overall, it is Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephala Fair Games with 126,270 views. So that is 78,000 more than Charterstone, actually an increase of 5,000 or 4.3% from last week as it notches number 9 on the most views list. 126,000 is its second best performance during its current nine week run at the top. It had 136,000 back on November 22nd. For Wednesday, December 20th, 2017.